We are GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back to Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Nance and you guys are tuned in on a very lovely Sunday to Storytime with Nans and I am Nans myself. As you guys know, here at Ghana Talks Radio on Storytime, we like to bring you dilemmas because dilemmas really day and we are all about helping our people, you know. You guys have issues and we want to be able to give you advice the best way we can. Today is no different. So today we are in another location and we've got some very special people here today that are very close to dear to me who I've decided to bring to you guys to give you guys the advice. So please be nice to them, okay? As I always say, we are not therapists. We are just loving people that want to give you some advice. We are not licensed therapists. So please do take the advice as you can and hopefully it can be of some help. If you guys are listening, have any advice you want to give please do comment you know at ghana talks radio and let us know what you would do so i want to introduce you to two very very special young ladies today who are going to give you guys some advice for our sisters our brothers our daughters and our sons so i want to introduce to you today auntie Emma and auntie florence so two special people how are we doing today ladies you're doing great we're good you're good Okay, lovely, 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 lovely. So, Auntie Florence is good, Auntie Emma is good, but some of your children are not good. Mm-hmm. So, we are here today to give your children some advice. Are you ready? Yes, we are ready. Okay, so let's start with the first dilemma. The first dilemma reads My partner is a different religion to me, mm-hmm. and we're finding it very difficult to raise our family. I and my partner have been married for five years now and we have two children together. We are both quite religious and we rely on our faith through everything. Recently, we've had some difficulties where our family has been shaken up. We were Christian, but due to these issues, my wife has converted to Islam as she feels she's more more comfortable in this. Mm -hmm. I decided to support her in her decision as I understood the situation and if she needed that comfort from the new religion, I was happy about it. However, it is now causing issues in how we decide on things within our family. It has changed the way we parent our children and how we decide on things for the family. I don't know how to keep the peace and to just make everything smooth. Issues come with what we allow the children to do and I don't want to force our faiths faiths on our children as I feel it is confusing them. They were used to one way of doing things and it has now changed. How do I remain respectful for my wife during this time but how do I also let it be known that I don't like this change? What are we thinking? Do you believe me to explain it again? Can you break it down? Let me break it down. So your son is saying that him and his wife they were both Christian something happened within the family and his wife has now decided to change to islam so his wife is now muslim Mm -hmm. he is fine with that he has no issue with that Mm -hmm. his only issue is that the children are now confused Mm -hmm. they all grew up christian they are now growing up in a multi-faith home he doesn't like the fact that he's confusing the children but he wants to be supportive of his wife's new faith Mm -hmm. What should he do? How does he be supportive, but also let it be known that he's not happy? 
this is uh, a bit confusing because what does he really want? If your wife has changed from Christianity to, to Islam. Islam, it's a difficult issue because they have different di uh, directions. Now, you say you're trying to support your wife and you are still confused? Mm -hmm. then you should know whether you also want to be converted as a uh, Muslim or you bring back your wife so that both of you can focus on one direction. Because it's, it's, it's very simple. One, you were Christians. Mm -hmm. So what really is the reason why your wife should convert from Christianity to Islam? So what she's saying is that there was a different kind of comfort that she needed when whatever family situation happened mm -hmm. occurred. There was a different kind of comfort that she needed that she felt she got from Islam. Islam. Mm -hmm. Okay. So since he is there in that family, does he know that there's something that has really triggered her wife to move from Christianity to, to that? This is where he has to find that answer first. Know exactly what happened before she moved on. See, then you can know how to get her back. Or you join her. Because if you can't find, you join her. Okay, Auntie Florence, any... To me, you know, uh, if you love your wife, uh, you, let's say, wherever she goes, you know, you have to be there. But not that you are a Christian, you are changing to, uh, you're going back to a Muslim or Islamic. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what to. God, uh, that's what Amma is saying, you know. I have back it because you have to know what you believe, your belief is. You are a Christian, now you're changing to a Muslim. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. you, you have to find out what your wife. Uh, what made her change to a uh, Christian to a Muslim? Mm -hmm. You have to find out what makes her change, you know, so that you back her. Because you can't let her go. Because the kids, because they are going to be confused. Today they are going to read the Bible. Tomorrow they are going to read uh, another Quran. Yeah. Quran. Yeah. It confuses the kids. Mm -hmm. Because they, they have to listen to their parents. And this one is changing from Christian to a Muslim. It confuses the kids too because they don't know what they are going to do. They don't know what to back the mother or the father. Yeah. You know. So I think the father should have patience with the wife and let the wife explain things to her, eh, to him. Excuse mm -hmm. me to say that. Explain things to to the to the husband. Mm -hmm. You know, so they should, they should uh, communicate. Uh -huh, communicate very good so that they will know each other's uh, mistakes. You know, you can't just say that because my wife is a Muslim, she's doing things that is not good. Mm -hmm. A Christian, maybe a Christian is the worst. You know, mm -hmm. Christians, some of them, they are, yeah, of course, they are, it's worse. Because you can't judge anybody, only God judges, you know. So I think they have to, the two of them should communicate, they should sit down and communicate or should get advice from uh, 
either a pasta or something else. Okay. That's what I think. I think that's really good advice from both of you, you know. So your whole focus is mainly on communication. Um I I mean my advice if I can say anything would be it doesn't have to be the end. Mm. Um there are multiple countries, multiple families mm -hmm. where half of the country is Muslim, half of the country is Christian. Christian. Like for example, even Sierra, Sierra Leone, Nigeria, even in parts of Ghana, there's many Muslims as well as Christians. And so there's many families that are multi-faith. I understand how it can be confusing, but the benefit is that a majority of multi-faiths and beliefs, you know, it all leans on the main thing, which is being good, being good people. So as long as you're still raising your children to be good people, mm -hmm. I think you're still going in the right direction. All of the other things will come. Maybe you guys could do things differently. Let them understand both religions until you know, until you guys know what you're doing. And I think definitely communicate and see what's easier for you. Um, definitely voice your voice your concerns. I don't think don't remain quiet, as they're mm -hmm. saying with. With the fact that your wife has gone through something, I'm very sure you already are aware of what has happened. Or if you aren't, then please do find out. Don't just leave her. Mm. Um, have a conversation and see where you can help. And maybe it's not about the faith. Maybe it's about more than that. Mm. There's something deeper. So definitely look into it. Do you have any final words or are you guys ready to move on to the next one? Uh, the only thing is to communicate well with your wife. Mm. Understand her better because it's not only that um, something minor has happened so I have to change my faith. Maybe it's more than that. So you need to communicate well. Mm -hmm. Okay, lovely, lovely. So were you ready for the next one? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the next one reads, how do I stop my parents from relying on me financially? I am the oldest out of my four siblings. I have been helping monthly since I was 16 years old as my parents are quite bad financially. I am now 24 and nothing has changed. There has been many situations where people have come to the house to collect their money and to clear debt. My parents have a very bad habit of splurging and spending all their money on food and outings before they sort out the bills. After, they will come to me and ask me for money to sort it out. I want to save so I can move out but I'm not able to save as I'm always helping them. I don't want to leave them struggling, but I need to think of myself. What do I do? Advice. I think you're a good person and you have a good intention for your family. But remember, put yourself first. Mm -hmm. um, as you say, they'll always come back to you for something. Mm -hmm. Because they know they will get it. Mm -hmm. But. There's a time you have to stand on your foot and say, no, enough is enough. Let them know if you are not there, when they leave. And let them know you have your life to live as well. So you'll be moving on. And you can help as much as you can, but don't kill yourself to that. You can help, help in a way, either probably start budgeting for them. Mm -hmm. Probably help with the food and said, okay, I'm going to take charge, but I'm not going to take charge of you going out. Because they're going out to enjoy. Mm -hmm. What about you? Just killing yourself to, uh, no, that bit, no, no. Mm -hmm. 
I think you have to know when to say no. Okay, okay, I like that. Auntie Florence, any advice for your daughter? It's like I'm looking after my parents, right? Yeah. Uh, that one, let's say, it's like your parents are depending on you. Always financially and going out and doing stuff like that, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. If it were me, I'll give them a time. Mommy, this time I'm okay with you people. Because I have to move on with my life. Because they always depend on you because you give it to them. You know. But if you don't stand up for your right, they are going to do to the end of the uh, world, you yeah. know. So you have to tell them your feelings. Sometimes we do things that is not good for ourselves. You give them the money, but at the long run, you turn yourself and you be hurt inside, yeah. which is not good. Just tell them, mom, this time I'm not going to do that again because you always depend on me. Mm -hmm. I'll give you money up to this time because you give it to them. Yeah. No, you give it to them. And they can even give it to other friends too yeah. because you go back to Sister Amma. Sister Amma will give it to them. So let me give it to my friend because mm -hmm. she is there. And she knows that she's going to give it to you. So we should always tell our parents our feelings, how we feel. And don't give it to them whilst you are not happy with them. You know, that's my Thank you so much, Auntie Florence. I definitely agree with the advice that you both have given. I would like to add on that you have said you don't want to leave them, you know, um, struggling. But you need to fend and start living for yourself. I totally agree. What I would suggest you do going forward is if it was me, I would I would create a budget for myself. So unfortunately sometimes you need people to suffer. And that might sound very mean, but unfortunately mm -hmm. there's only so much you can do without hurting yourself. If you feel that within a month's time all you can afford to give apart from saving and sorting yourself out is 200 pounds or 200 cities 200 dollars whatever the case may be give them that 200 whatever they do with that money is not your business they cannot come and speak to you again and ask you for money after that they have to find a way to do it because it's not that they don't have the money they have the money but they spend it on whatever they want unnecessarily mm. and then they come to you to bail them out so if you're willing to I don't know as I said give a figure and say this is all I'm giving you mm -hmm. that might make them start to you know sort themselves out because they know that this is all we are getting extra monthly we can't come and rely on our child to pay our bills after we've eaten and after we've gone out I think that will start to make them wake up a bit and as as everybody said there's only so much you can do without hurting yourself so sometimes you have to do it it may hurt now but trust me when you're in your own apartment and you haven't got to think about your parents bills that aren't your bills you will feel a lot better for it hopefully that does help you you guys ready for the next one mm. this one is a real serious one so let's all have our ears 
our hearts open. So this one says, I need some advice. I have been with my husband for 14 years and we have been married for 10 years. Everything has been great with only a few issues. Recently, I found out about a really big secret that he has been hiding. I found out that he cheated on me 12 years ago and fathered a child. He has been aware about the child and has been in this child's life. Now that I am aware, he has asked me if his child can move into my house with our kids so his siblings can get to know this child. I understand, but I am completely and extremely uncomfortable. Not only did my husband cheat on me and not only did I only just find out, but he also has a child from that cheating. I don't want to accept it. Am I in the wrong to deny this option? And what should I do? Auntie Florence, do you want to go first? Do you want to go first? <laughs> If you, if you was in this situation, what would you do? If, do you want me to go over it again? If, if your husband mm -hmm. has cheated on you, you and he has he has a child from that cheating. And For he's 12 like, years. 12 years. And he has known, he knows about the child. He hasn't told you. Mm -hmm. And he has not, now that you know, he's telling you that the child should come and live with you and your children. Hey. It's serious. As a... Take it from as a woman and then take it as a mother mm. and take it as a wife. It's because it's three different feelings on each. Mm. Serious, what would you do if it was you, Auntie Florence? If it were me, I would accept the, the child. But First of all, I will think about this. The way the man treats me, mm -hmm. you know. When the man does good to, things to me, mm -hmm. like he does, he respects me, he does everything for me, I will accept that child mm -hmm. as my own child. But if the man doesn't respect me, no, 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 I'll open the door for that child. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. It's the respect I want. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about the, you? If it doesn't respect me, no. Mm -hmm. I'll open the door for that child. Auntie Emma. Okay. I can see you've been thinking. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because, one, I'm thinking about that innocent child. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it all, I, she got to know it. Mm -hmm. The man didn't tell her. Mm -hmm. So if she hadn't found out, he wouldn't have said, look after the child, mm -hmm. would he? Okay. Now, mm -hmm. wh why? What is his reason for not even telling her? And she has to find out. Because I will question myself and say, is that real? Is that child his? Mm -hmm. If it's his, if you are proud of that, why didn't you tell me? And I'm if you sure really... He wasn't, he wasn't proud of how it happened. Yes, yeah, so is, is that why he didn't even come to tell her? Even after, after she has found out, I think it would be proper for him to sit her down and respectfully 
explain things to her because you can't j- just jump in and say okay i've cheated so now that you find out i'm bringing the child in. let the child stay where she was that's no problem look after her i'm not going to argue because you've been doing that yeah but for the child to come to me there should be a sort of respect so that when the child comes in she knows where she's coming to that's one point Although the child is innocent, I'm not stopping that. But I'm not going to accept something mm-hmm. that will really make me think every time. And I'll be looking at my back wherever I'm going. Mm-hmm. I won't do that mm-hmm. because I have to place myself first. And mind you, she's got children as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you really think you want them to be friends, friends. Mm-hmm. this is what you have to do. You have to know the woman in your life is. Because she is priority. You can't just jump on people like that. No, why is he That's waiting for 12 years now? You're coming to tell me that you have a child. 12 years. Even he didn't oh. tell her. She found out. Oh. I want to know how you found out, sis. Mm-hmm. Like, let yeah. us know because that is some serious detective skills. How did you find out that mm-hmm. your husband... I'm, I'm sorry this has also happened because to wake up one day yeah. and mm. your life has just changed like that. Mm. Not and like you're saying, for her, you've you've I found out that you cheated on me. So that's one that's one pain. Mm-hmm. My second pain is that when you cheated, you had a you child. Had a child. Mm. My third pain is that you've known about this child for twelve, 12 years. years. My fourth pain is you didn't tell me, I found out somehow. Yeah. My fifth pain is I should forget about it and look after the child. Mm. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot to take mm. in. It's a lot. To take in. I don't think it's a yes, yes. This is mm. a no, no, no situation. No. <laughs> because look, at the end, even if you accept that child, there's this denial there. There's this betrayal. What does the child even know that you don't know? And a 12-year child coming to your home. It's not easy mm. because she's coming with her own character, her own how she was brought up. Mm. You don't know what they've even said about you to her. Mm. That man is wicked, very wicked. <laughs> oh yes, because at the end, she's really damaged the woman mm. for how many years? Twelve, 12 years. years. Mm. Then now you come and spring on me. Now that you found out, I want to bring my child to stay with you. That's boy, a boyer, pioneer, I don't think it's proper. Me personally, I'm not in the situation, so I, I can't speak for it. But as I can speak for me as nans of today, I wouldn't accept it lightly. Maybe in five years' time or even a few years, I would accept it. But as of today, the struggle that you will struggle before I accept it. Because you've the hurt that you've done is unfortunately, as everybody's saying, we don't know what the child has gone through. So you're not you haven't mm-hmm. only hurt me, you've also hurt a child. Because mm-hmm. this child has also lived for 12 years without their father in their home. Mm-hmm. Because you've been doing your life with your wife as you mm-hmm. should have. Mm-hmm. So like it's a lot of hurt. And it's true, no nobody wants uh, you know, if you watch movies, nobody wants an evil stepmother. No. So you Have don't you don't know you don't know what the child is thinking. Mm-hmm. And why does the child where's the mother? Is there a reason why 
the child needs to live with you. I understand is to get to know the siblings, but I feel this can happen without the child being in the house every day. Mm-hmm. If it's like, you know, unfortunately there's an issue with the mother and then you need to take the child on, that's a different scenario and we can discuss that at that time. But if there's mother's there and the mother's fine, the mother's well, then we can we can do dinners, we can do maybe come over for Christmas, maybe come over for dinner. Mm. But to live in the house, it's a lot. And I feel like the wife is allowed to be a little bit selfish in this. She's allowed to be selfish mm-hmm. to say, I don't want it to happen. You know? Any anything yes. else? No, I think we've said enough. Okay. We'll do the last one and then we'll come back to it for final words, okay? So this last one reads I have just moved back home after college or after university mm-hmm. and I'm struggling to settle back home. My dad has recently moved back home after being abroad for some time and I'm having an issue with him. He constantly puts me down and shames me and he always compares me to my brothers and to my cousins and he tells me that I'm not doing enough and that I should be doing better as they are doing. I don't know how to get past it as it is constantly putting me down. What should I do? How do I handle this? Is that a boy or a girl? This is a boy. Son, I feel your pain. Because for you to be put down, that's really hurtful. Comparison is no good. Look, lift up your spirit, okay? And then whatever you do, you will succeed. So even if your father is comparing you to people, just brush it out and count it that. Whatever he compares you, you try to beat that and get yourself in a better situation. Okay? Don't look down. Whatever anybody is trying to push you down, pull yourself up. Okay, son? Pull yourself up. Wow, your father shouldn't be doing that. For even living away from you, that block that he's left, he should try come and love you more. Try and help you somehow. Not to pull not to pull you down. I don't think he should be doing that. Maybe he needs some counseling. You know? He needs somebody really to t- tell him that whatever he's doing is wrong. And if it's too much for you or something, uh, it's never good for you to talk back to your father or your mother. You know? I, mean, I, I don't mean not respond positively. If it's wrong, well, you say, no, this is wrong. But maybe you doing, they might classify as you being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. watch that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if I'm you, just keep to your books. And keep your thinking cap on every time. Yeah. And know that you will succeed no matter what. Because a lot of people have gone through, you might not believe it, but people are going through worse things than this. And if you put your head to it that I'm going to pull myself up and no negativity will come my way, you will succeed. Okay? Good luck with it. Yes. Auntie Florence, any words? This one, no words. <laughs> no words. You should, you should keep on praying. And she didn't talk back to the dad. 
He didn't talk back. He should focus on his own ambition. You know. That's what I want to say. Okay. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Well, today is the 6th of August, as we have said, and we have discussed so many things. We've discussed um, comparison within a household. We've also discussed marriage and, you know, cheating and should I be able to take in my partner's child after they've cheated on me. We've also discussed parents relying on you financially and we've also discussed religion within a family. Do you have any final words for any of the dilemmas you have heard? Anything you want to add to anything that we have had today? I think in all the dilemmas that we've gone through, the key word here is communication. Good communication. Because in everything, if you communicate too well, it ends well. So that's what I have to add up. Thank you, Auntie Amal. Auntie Florence, anything final? My own is to pray. Always pray. Let God be the center of everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And he'll guide you in everything. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. So our final words are, let God be the center and pray and communication. Today has been the 6th of August and we've had two very special ladies. I want to say a very big thank you to Auntie Amal and Auntie Florence for coming and discussing our dilemmas today. I want to say a big, big thank you. So for the Ghana Talks Radio listeners, please be aware that our next episode will be out on the 20th of August. We'll be coming live direct to you on the Ghana Talks Radio website and live on the radio where we will have another special guest and many, many, many more topics. So please be sure to send in your dilemmas and communicate with us and we may discuss your dilemma live. Make sure you listen in on Spotify, on Apple, and you can even catch up on our podcast section. If you haven't already, make sure you download the app on our App Store on Google Play and keep us in your pocket all the time. And that yeah. is Ghana Talks Radio. As always, send in your dilemmas to storytime at ghanatalksradio.com and as at storytime at ghanatalksradio.com where we are waiting and ready to help you. We want to say thank you for listening and we hope you have a good rest of your day. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking in the nation.